Pickaxe. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Thanks for dropping into the cast party. Join the cast and crew as they are trundled from their Hollywood film set into the crazy world of Dungeons and Dragons. And action! Hi everyone, your director here. The episode you're about to hear is actually two episodes combined into one. We initially planned on doing three episodes with Marcus, after recording and getting to the editing phase, we decided that the second and third episodes were impactful, but they weren't quite as long as we were expecting them to be. Because of that, we have decided to combine these two episodes. Hope you understand and enjoy the extra content. Now it's time for the episode. It's kind of bullshit they didn't want me helping with the crate. It's not like building a crate's all that hard. I mean, look at me right now. I'm building something so much cooler. And I did it faster. They've been building that stupid crate for like two hours. If I put this little doodad into the, you know, the hoo-ha, and then I... Hey, Xander, do you have a screwdriver? Huh? Oh, uh, yeah, I just gotta put my thing in the hole. What? It's, it's almost in. <clears throat> Got it. Are you, are you, um, did you have that screwdriver? No, look at this. I made this dope little thing. What? What is- is that a wooden stingray? No, it's cloaky. Remember from the- from the cave? Uh, I made like a mechanical little fucking uh, flying toy. Like, version of cloaky. There's no way that flies. Bet you five bucks right now, it makes it to that tree out there. Wait, don't just throw it out the window, I didn't take the bat! Too late! Whoa. Wait, it's actually flying! I told you, bro. Look at the wings. They're like, actually flapping, and it's like catching air currents and shit. Because of the, like, I use this lightweight wood, and I used it, so it's just, like, fucking sailing away. That's freaking awesome! Wait, it's, it's really just going, isn't it? It's, it's just not, not stopping. N no, it's, it's not. You maybe shouldn't have thrown it towards the ocean. I, I guess not. I mean, I, I guess I could try building another one. Don't! Crate's ready! Oh. Okay. Goodbye, Cloaky. Again. The cast and crew face off in a 2v2 fight to the death, and we know you're just dying to see it. <laughs> Get it? Dying? Part 1 of our cast versus crew PvP match of Xander and Sebastian versus Jet and Blueberry is out now. August 1st, tune in to see which team is victorious and earns themselves the banquet of a lifetime. 
all that and so much more over at patreon.com slash castparty. Aside from the heaps and heaps of bonus content you'll get, we're also so close to seeing Jet in some incredibly short shorts, running our wonderful patrons through a D&D themed video workout series called Sweat with Jet. So head on over to patreon.com slash castparty to become an official part of our cast and crew. While you're there, don't forget to join our community Discord, home of the greatest community this side of the TTRPG world. We host live listening parties with all of us on our Discord for every single cast party episode. You'll also find community-run games, live streams, hangouts, and game nights. Patreon.com slash cast party. We hope to see you there. Thank you all so much for listening. Enjoy the episode, cast and crew. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cast Party. My name is Colin McManus, and I will be your director for today. I am joined by my swashbuckling cast and crew, Ryan McManus. Hi, Sebastian Vivaldi Greensleeves, an emo at heart musician who refuses to ever try calamari. He's afraid that one of the suckers will get stuck to his throat while he's eating and will inevitably choke to death. And that just seems like A, a horrible way to die, and B, really super embarrassing. That happened to me. No, oh God. You died choking on a piece of fish? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's a crustacean. Um, but... Aren't they cephalopods? Same thing. I thought calamari was, it's always fried, right? Like, so the suckers aren't, don't suck anymore, right? Yeah, I still choked because one part of it stayed in my mouth while I tried to oh. swallow like the other half and it just stretched down my throat and just first time meeting this girl that I was dating in Florida oh, no. <laughs> and one of those long distance relationships and uh, first time meeting her, I choked on calamari and <laughs> anyway. Can I just say, suck, joke, swallow, girl from Florida. If there isn't a joke here, I'm very disappointed in us. And toss him in the discord. <laughs> we have Anna Brisbane. Blueberry Sky Johnson, Elvin Druid, actress whose last name is currently Johnson, though she uses her middle name as her stage name. But after diving into her heritage a couple years ago, she discovered that when her great-great-grandparents came to America, their last name was Johansson, and they changed it to Johnson to assimilate and find work more easily. Turns out they emigrated from Norway and were descendants of Viking iron workers and blacksmiths. So for most of her life, she thought she was purely of English heritage, but I guess you could say she discovered her true roots were in Norse Foundry, where you can get 10% off some premium dice, minis, and accessories with the code CASTPARTY at norsefoundry.com. That's N-O-R-S-E-F-O-U-N-D-R-Y.com with code CASTPARTY. Oh my god, oh my god. so good. Smooth. That oh was fucking beautiful. <laughs> oh, holy <laughs> shit. The capitalist overlord smile upon us today. <laughs> Nigel Deacon. Avast G, Xander Gucci Supreme, who in high school was an absolute health and fitness nut. Like, to the point that compared to Jet, Jet looks like he's never touched the gym. What? Uh, he figured it was the best way to be able to get into where he wanted to be for his research. And, you know, like, if he needed to run away from authority figures, he could. But he, end he thought it was a waste of time because he really didn't need all that muscle and cardiovascular expertise to get into and away from things. So he instead decided to enjoy his life and now has the dad bod you all know and love. <laughs> I need Jack to Xander art immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Vince Perino. 
little known fact about Jet before was that back uh, at the last presidential election, people weren't happy with the current candidates. So in turn, they decided that they were going to try to write somebody else in. And a lot of Jet's fans decided to try to write him in. So he was written in about 69,420 times. So he did not actually win, but he kind of won. Hashtag the jet stream. Oh, that's a hashtag. That's a good one. (laughs) That's off the cuff, baby. (laughs) And joining us once again, we have Marcus Territory. Yes, thank you. Playing Dr. Grolfowl today. He was once expelled from, well, no, he once had a vigorous academic debate, shall we say, that took place with a series of spears thrown at him by his former former clanmates, who had a fundamental disagreement with him over the nature of divination magics as they relate to the flow of consciousness, and also whether he should be allowed to say that without being stabbed. He argued no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get right into it. Let's talk about what happened last time. You met the elderly woodworking teacher, Dr. Grawl, who instantly put you all to work. When you told him you were tutored by Matthias, he told you that Kanu has been taken and that he was tasked with getting him back. You also found out Torbeck and Maynard were missing from the university. Finn dropped off some scouts information about the magistrate docks where you found out they were bringing crates with holes onto and off of the main magistrate ship. Dr. Grawl whipped you up a quick crate for Jet and Xander to be put into and to be used as slaves to get them into the ship. After leaving the university, Dr. Grawl disguised himself to look as a magistrate captain, Blueberry turned into a spider on his shoe, and Sebastian went invisible. When getting to the docks, there was a bit of a mess from the night before. A few hungover magistrate guards, as well as a single man sitting on a couch with a tiefling woman from the brothel nearby. He was sitting near one of the magistrate's boxes that detect magic. With a subtle mage hand from Dr. Grawl, he was able to close the box while this captain was enthralled with the tiefling woman. Talking his way through the guards on the docks, some guards on the boats, and down into the ship itself, the surprisingly strong Dr. Grawl was able to pull this box filled with a jet and a Xander all the way to a room where a game of cards was being played. The gate of metal bars blocked a staircase going downward. He dropped the box off with some live ones and sat down to play a game with the few guards here. As he sat down, coming up the stairs was another man who was suspiciously looking at the crate he received and back at the disguised Dr. Grawl. He attached the crate to a pulley and pulled it down the stairs, opened the crate with a crowbar, revealing Jet and Xander, stating, You're not what I was expecting. He took a step back and whistled, as a giant tentacled monster came pulling itself out of the broken down boxes and barrels from the front of the ship, its squid-like beak chomping loudly as its yellow eyes pierced the relative darkness of the bottom of the ship, Now, Jet and Xander, this monster is coming directly towards you, as the man you just saw brandishes a long chain with a spiked ball at the end of it. Upstairs, we're going to go back just a minute, as Dr. Grawl just sat down to a game of cards with the man and the other magistrate guards. And so, the scene is set. The question is... So, uh, you ever played three-card bluff? Can, can, can you refresh me on the rules again? It's easy. Every card played has to be higher than the one before it, 
Every card played is upside down. We tell each other what we play. You don't have to be truthful. But if one of us thinks the other's lying, we can call the bluff. We flip over the card played. You know, if you were truthful, you win the hand. If you were lying, I win the hand. If nobody calls a bluff, the uh, player who plays the highest card wins. You'll learn by doing. It's easy. And he puts five gold on the table. Dr. Grawl will also put five gold on the table. Ain't no one to ain't no one to shirk from a challenge there. Just just if it's a game of liars, glad I'm not playing my ex-wife, if you know what I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Grawl, you hear in your head. Don't worry, I'm behind him. I got you. From an invisible Sebastian in the corner of the room. Very well, thank you. We're both gonna roll three D10s. Just do not tell me what they are. So you roll your 3d10s, and those are the three cards you basically pick up. What you got, boss? Sebastian, give me a stealth check advantage. 19. You see that he has in his hand a 5, a 6, and a 9. And you can see he quickly shuffles them up and puts them face down in front of him. He puts one card forward and goes, 5. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, he had a five and a six and a nine. <laughs> but then he shuffled them and put them on the table. So I don't remember which one is which. Hmm. I don't know, buddy. Dr. Grawl puts down one card and says ten. Going hard on your first try, huh? I mean, there's not much else I can do, but I, I gotta say bullshit. That's a bluff. You sure about that? That's all I can do. Dr. Grawl flips the card and it is in fact a 10. Got him. All right. Here's your first winning. And this now, Dr. Grawl, is when you hear the whistle from downstairs. So how many people are in the room with Dr. Grawl and who he's playing with? You have the one person that you're like actively playing with. There's two other magistrate guards here, as well as there's one other behind you. And then there is that gate that is currently closed and locked. You know that the guard sitting next to you, to your right, is the one who just got up, unlocked the thing, and then closed it and locked it. What the heck was that? It came from down below, right? In my experience, when someone whistles that loudly, they're rarely signaling for good news. What do we do? What do we do? Give me a moment. I still- I have a sending stone. I mean, you- I guess you would have heard- Sebastian say what was that oh yeah <laughs> true yeah well I mean so I don't know yet because we've only heard the whistle we're just gonna jump downstairs because that's what happens this giant monstrous creature coming directly at you Xander you guys are still connected just as you say pork rinds those clasps fall off of you you do have all of your weapons and stuff in this box with you it is a giant purpley pink tentacles. It's got this yellowish beak and these yellow piercing eyes. And it is moving relatively quickly towards you for how big this thing is. So out loud, I'm yelling, pork rinds, pork rinds. Three times. I say it three times. Pork rinds. <laughs> so that it unlocks, locks again, and then lo unlocks again. <laughs> and then in my brain, I'm thinking through the sending stone, holy shit, giant squid, Connor's down here. That's a lot of info all at once. And with that, everyone roll initiative. Damn it, Xander. What? Oh, son of a bitch. Follow me down. And can I make one action and a bonus action before combat? Yes, I will allow you to do so. 
Okay. He's going to use the subtle spell on a spell called Suggestion and says, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty flush on, uh, on, on, on the gold coins as it is. I've always been super curious. How about you Suggestion to me? <laughs> how, how, how I might go getting down those stairs so I, I, so I can see which was down there for my, for, you know, my own, uh, my own uh, edification. What kind of saving throw is that? That is a wisdom saving throw of 18. That is a 13. Starts getting up immediately, unlocks the gate, opens it up. And Dr. Grawl's gonna clap the table and say, well, <laughs> said you nice guy. I appreciate the beginner's luck. Have you excused me? I'm, I'm just gonna... Always been so terribly curious, and Dr. Grom walks as fast as he plausibly can while maintaining this charade to the doorframe. I will allow you to get through the door and to the top of the staircase. Did he take me with him? Yeah, with Blueberry on your boot. Oh, yes. I got a 15. That is a dirty 20 here. Damn it. This is bullshit. Four. Four. Is your dex plus two? Yes. Roll off. Rollies. 15. Four. I got a nat one, so three. (laughs) First in the initiative order is our friend who was playing cards with a man who just got up oh so suddenly. Hey, where are you going? You're just going to run downstairs? That's kind of weird. Sebastian, he is technically leaving your range if you would like to take an opportunity attack. I would not, please. You're not going to play more? You just, you're just you already on a hot streak. Don't, don't worry, I'm just so terribly curious. Uh, I mean, I could show you around down there. I don't know, man. You really think you want to fucking... Like, there's a, there's a huge cry and a scream. And, and I, I, I don't know. I don't think you need to bother yourself. Give me a persuasion check. That's my persuasion. Oh, it's not great. But it's great with that! Nat 20! Hey, let's go! <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I, do, I wouldn't want to go down there anyway if there's whistling going on and stuff. I mean, I don't know. Just tell Bradshaw I sent you, I guess. I will I will tell Bradshaw, man. And Grawl, that is your turn. Okay, uh, how many feet of movement will it take me to get down the stairs? So basically 10 foot to get down. Can I see this monster thing? No. Once you get down the stairs, you just see Jet and Xander, and they are getting out, and they are currently arming themselves. You do see this man with the ball and chain. Does he look like a plausible threat to them? Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, man. Uh, Don't worry. Why why don't you just hold right there as Dr. Grawlcast? Hold person. I'm going to need a saving throw from him. Wisdom. That is a three. He is paralyzed. He was starting to swing that chain, and then he becomes paralyzed, and slowly the chain just as a pendulum comes to a stop. All right, then I'll use my last bit of movement to do that and call it a turn. Dr. Grawl, as you take a big stop there, you start hearing some loud, disgusting noises coming from just beyond this wall to your west as you start to see barrels and boxes are flying all over. Dr. Grohl drops his his fake Brooklyn voice. Not Brooklyn voice. (laughs) Fantasy Brooklyn voice. What in God's name was that? 
Squid. <laughs> as it starts crawling and it's just moving everything as it's just pulling itself, but it needed to use its action to dash. So that is actually its turn. Good holy lords. Sebastian, you are up. Did the guy close the door again? No, the guard is still standing there. Is the key in the lock? Yes. Perfect. I'm going to sneak out from the corner behind the guy, the gambler's chair, 25 right up to him, take the key out of the open door, use my last five feet of movement to enter the gate and close the gate behind me. So I have the key and it is now hopefully locked. And if not, I will reach through like the bars and lock it after it shuts. He is holding out to this door. I want you to essentially do a grapple check. Oh, God. <laughs> so you're going to roll athletics. I'm going to let you roll with advantage. Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm going to use a lucky point. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> is that bad? <laughs> Can I use another one? <laughs> so the first one was a three. The second one was a seven. The last one was a two. So I'm going to choose the seven, please. He got a six. Yes. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. You just barely are able to pull this thing away. Um, is there anything else you want to oh, do with your turn? Oh, my Lord. I'm going to count that as your movement. And I'm going to count that as the action. I can kind of see Grawl down the stairs a little bit. Grawl, in your head, you hear from Sebastian... God damn, you just have me engrawled, don't ya? You have bardic inspiration. Ooh. Much obliged. That is Bradshaw's turn, and he is currently paralyzed. Is he allowed to do another save on his turn? At the end of his turn, yes. That is a negative one. Oh, oh Jesus. Wow. Double paralyzed. Extra double paralyzed. <laughs> Nat one minus two. Sebastian, all of a sudden you can see this guard. Wait, how'd you get back there? Come here, come here. And he starts grabbing for you. Oh, you want this? And I dangle the key in his <laughs> He's literally like <laughs> looking for his key. Like, are you kidding? And he starts running and he grabs a spear and he's trying to throw it through the bars. Jesus. I'm going to give you partial cover. All right. He got a 21. Oh, yeah, go for it. Chuck that spear through only four piercing damage but he is able to get a chunk out of your side as you're trying to get down. Ow! Fuck! You just hear, go, go! And you see the other two guards in the room start running up and out of the ship. Oh, oh no. shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> are we gonna hijack this ship? <gasps> Yo, we gonna have a second ship? Where are we gonna go? <laughs> Com commandeer, commandeer, nautical jet. Yeah, that! Blueberry, you're up. Xander, you are on deck. Blueberry, you see a paralyzed Bradshaw, as well as this absolutely terrifying creature, 20 foot wide, huge bulbous <laughs> head. It's got all of these boxes impaled into <gasps> its head, crunching the floor of the ship as it moves. Uh, uh, okay, uh, I'm gonna hop off of uh, Dr. Gross' shoe and use a bonus action to turn back into Blueberry as an elf. And then I'm going to run to the east, sort of the, the far side away from this freaking squid gross thing. And I'm gonna cast 
thorn whip on uh, this guy who looks super mean and paralyzed. Just try to whip at him and pull him towards us. I don't need advantage, bitch. That's an at 20. Oh, oh nice. Shit. Hell yeah. That's 10 piercing from the thorns, and I'm going to yank him 10 feet a little closer to Jet. And I'm going to take... Yeah, a five-foot step back just to the edge of Jet's aura, but, like, not so that we're all so clumped up. Xander, that is your turn. All right. Uh, bonus action, I'll say, fuck you, and he'll be hexed. <laughs> <laughs> Are you hexing him or the uh, giant monster? I'm hexing him first. I feel like he's a threat that can be neutralized immediately, and then we can all focus on the, the big, gushy monster. Bradshaw's hexed. I'll run up 10 feet so that I'm behind him. So like he's between me and the squid. I'll just give him a quick little hoo-ha stab in the sides with the bejeweled dagger. Oh no. Give me an attack roll with advantage. The first roll was a dirty 20. Yeah, you're already good. Seven plus three is 10 plus three necrotic damage. And Xander. You were slicing. As you got closer, it ended up more like pulling towards the heart. And that's why you got a really good hit in between these ribs. And you can see he's not bleeding that much as you pull that dagger away. All right. It's all coming together. Jet, you are up, my friend. As I'm grabbing my hammer out of the box, as I'm pulling it up, you can see that it starts to get brighter and brighter until I hold it above my head doing so i'm gonna cast sacred weapon as i'm doing that as i'm pulling it out i'm going to aim it towards that and just start walking forward towards the guy that is hexed and held right now and i'm going to walk behind him and just continuously aim the hammer at the big bad naughty don't say naughty. gross tentacle monster and i'm just gonna just keep pointing it towards it to see if the light alone will kind of scare it away possibly do you want to do anything for your bonus action? Yeah, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Searing Smite. This hammer gets really bright, and then it gets so bright that it just engulfs in flames. Love it. You get inspiration for that. <gasps> nice. Nice. <laughs> Chet, that is the end of your turn. So we are back to the top with our card-dealing fellow. So you uh, just leaving then? Uh, didn't even know you were here. I thought we were going to play some. And he's talking to you, Sebastian, the only person he can see. I'm not big on cards uh, or gambling. Try it. And he throws two cards at you. Oh, fuck. Ooh, 19 and 22 to hit. I will use my reaction to cutting words the first one. And since I still have I still have half cover behind the bars, I have an armor class of 16 and he hit into 19 to hit. So I'm going to use my reaction to cutting words for a fucking eight. Let's go. So that's an 11 to hit. Stop being such a deck of cards. <laughs> wow. Don't be such a joker. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh. That's when the second card hits me. I was like, oh, fuck, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you did actually get rid of the higher damage roll. Nice. So you're only taking four slashing damage. Okay, okay. And he just starts running away as well. Uh, guys, they're all running away. That's not good. Dr. Grawl, you are up. Dr. Grawl 
snaps his fingers, and a small, pebble-sized moat of flame appears in his hand. Oh, no. Let's it loose and casts fireball. Jet is actually on the other side of him right now. So if you wanted oh. to put it there. Oh, yes, because he went back. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, no, I can't do that. Oh. Excellent, student. You know what? Give it to me. He's a little tough guy. He can take it. I'm a tough boy. <laughs> Are you sure? You hear Sebastian from upstairs because he hears the little flick of fire. Oh, hell yeah, do it! I got it, don't worry! <laughs> we want chaos. Jet? I'm not even paying attention. I'm still just looking and like kind of terrified at this monster holding my hammer towards him. Oh, shit. Oh, this could go so, so bad. All right. Fireball! Here it comes. 8d6 fire damage. Jet, the weird squid thing, and Mr. Hold Dude. He auto fails because he's paralyzed. This thing's pretty dexterous, surprisingly. Yeah, it's a 25. Good God. God. Uh, Damn. Yeah, so here's the thing. No, it's not. Silvery barbs. <laughs> Boom! Reroll. Use the lower one. I did roll the exact same thing. It is another Are you 25. Are kidding me? Oh, Come on. Okay, well, fine. <laughs> okay, so hold on. The other effect is Silvery Bars, which is that we can choose different creatures than ourselves and give them advantage on the next attack roll, ability check, or saving throw that they make within the next minute. Mm -hmm. I will choose... Jet is making a saving throw right now. Just say it. Oh, yeah. What do I have to roll? Dex and con. Here's the dex. I rolled an 18. So that that's a 22. That will save. And now con save. Fuck! Fucking! Fucking! Fuck! That one! Take the advantage! Oh, advantage! Yay! 13? Oh boy, I rolled well. Oh, 32. 16. Nice. Yeah, that's just 10, so... That's enough. This fireball engulfs this area behind Jet. He has his shield out. He's able to block a lot of it, but is just getting burned on the feet. Bradshaw just can't move and is just completely submerged in flame. While this giant creature definitely is in this fire, but it's got this slimy skin on it. So it's still a little bit wet. It's not penetrating as much as you'd really want it to. Behind him, you see... Crates, boxes, barrels, all ablaze. Yeah, that's oh! the other thing I was worried about. Man, this thing is not happy with you, and it is its turn. Oh, dear. First thing it does is it rears back a little bit with a bunch of these tentacles, all of them going after our good old Dr. Crawl. Does a eight hit you? <laughs> Oof. Uh, no. So it is going to move closer and take two big old bites out of Jet with its beak. That is a another eight. And the other one is a 22. Fine, fine. All right, Jet, you are taking eight slashing and nine psychic damage. What the Whoa, fuck? Oh shit. Oof. It's so big and it is in your face. These beautiful yellow eyes just flash. It's terrifying. It's making these sounds you've never heard before. It is like you're in a horror movie as this thing is just crushing down upon you. Oh. Uh, oh, I have to roll con save? Yes, sir. 
18. Gucci. Sebastian, you are up. Uh, okay. I am seeing the gambler start running. So I'm going to try to at least get him out of the way. I, I hear a lot of a lot of things going on downstairs, but I got to make sure no one gets through this freaking gate. I am going to look at the gambler and swing Daisy around and start playing Paralyzed by the Used. And he needs to make a <laughs> uh, intelligence saving throw because I'm going to be using uh, Ralithim's Psychic Lance. Five. So that is 7d6, and he is incapacitated until the start of my next turn. Okay. For 29 psychic damage. Spicy. He does still look like he is alive and breathing. Uh, that's okay. Question, can we see inside of the cell on the battle floor? Yes. There's a dead Torbeck on the ground. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, Oh, that sucks. Torbeck was one of the missing students. I'm going to get five steps back so I'm away from the bars, just in case anyone comes at me with a spear or, like, tries to grab me and pull me through the bars. Uh, aside from that, that's it. That is Bradshaw's turn. He's going to... I mean, it, it's a DC 18. He literally has to get a nat 20 because he's got a minus two wisdom. Oh, my God. Oh, no. He got a four. Oof. That is the guard's turns. And you can see this guard starts running away from you, Sebastian. I'm going to yell downstairs. Everyone's pretty much gone. I don't know how many are going to come back. Do you have the key? Yeah. We have a gate with some very important merchandise behind it. Okay, I'm coming. Blueberry, that is you. Xander, you're on deck. <sighs> I am going to dridcraft a little mossy little figurine made out of moss of a little turtle and I blow it so it scatters on the wind and then it reforms as a bestial spirit of a snapping turtle right between the cephalopod and Bradshaw. I'm casting summon beast at second level. That's dope. Oh, yeah. We love snapping it's a turtles. turtle? He's a snapping turtle with surprisingly long legs. Um, I don't like that. Not, not like crazy weird looking, but like longer than average. It's like reasonably long, crazy long legs. I pictured a camel, but like <laughs> no, as no, a no, turtle. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's actually more of a spider. Spider turtle. Yeah. <laughs> no. And um, I'm going to move towards the gate of the cell. And my little beastie boy is going to try to non-lethally maul this Bradshaw guy. Okay. It has advantage. Just give him a big old snap on his ankle. That's only a 10 to hit. 10 is not going to do it. Blueberry, now that you are in front of the gate, you can see a little bit more into this prison cell area. You indeed also see that Torbeck is dead on the ground. Kanu is tied up, as well as there is a younger elven woman in one of the other remaining prison cells who is handcuffed and gagged, as well as has a ball and chain around her ankle. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. All right. Get down here, Sebastian. I'm coming. Xander, you're up. Jet, you're on deck. Well, we're just going to do a couple more quick slashes, get off a little bit more of that skin from his arm. 
and we'll see what happens. Give me an attack roll with advantage. It's a nat 21. A nat 21? It's, it's a, <laughs> well, it was a... <laughs> I'm rolling with cheating dice, you see. Interesting die you chose today, Nigel. <laughs> roll that damage. That's still a crit, right? It is a crit. Double dice. This boy dead. Four. Five plus three is eight plus five necrotic. Xander. He's yours. Oh, no. no. Xander's just, again, he's trying to do more of like a slashing motion, but one of the slashes like hooks in his hand. When he like tries to go back for one last backslash, it ends up as more of a stab because of whatever is pulling him. And it goes right through the back of his heart. And Xander, in that moment, everything around you just has a slight tint of purple. You pull that dagger out, and you can see that last gem fills with blood. You feel this passiveness inside you fall as your heart begins beating faster like an intense adrenaline rush that just came out of nowhere you were in this state just before during the fight but you calmed down quite a bit until now it feels like the rush of a roller coaster though you're standing still all of a sudden your hands start to heat up they feel like they are burning for a moment it feels like tendrils of this heat shoot up your arms and spiral up them and it just stops it stops just before your armpits but before the heat kind of fades away and you can start to breathe normally as that adrenaline goes down you look back down at the dagger and your hands they're this deep purple so dark that the fingertips look black and they lighten as you move towards your wrist. Nigel, you can go ahead and use your new character sheet. What? Fucking excuse what me? What the fuck? I'm what the, sorry? What the actual shit just happened? What? What Dude. the fuck? No, 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 you... We have arrived. Xander, is that the end of your turn? The last thing I'll do is, as a bonus action, I'll switch Hex over onto the, onto the big guy. Cool, Jet, your turn. Fuck you! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Sorry, that just... Holy shit. In my head, I'm going to call for pebbles. I need help. I'm going to have it start coming to us from the beach. Alright, I'm going to write that down. I guess I'll just run towards the, the giant tentacle monster. I still have... My searing smite. I'll take a beautiful 12 to 6 swing down at the tentacle monster. 26 to hit? Very much hits. Do that damage. And then what kind of save is uh, searing smite? Should be con. Ooh, that's a fail. Okay. So it is now on fire. Nice. So that is only 8 plus 2d6. 12 damage. We're going at it again. That's only 11 to hit. That does not hit. You're easily able to make contact, but this thing's got thick skin. It's got all of these barrels you're hitting into. You're crushing barrels. You're making these loud splinters, but it doesn't look like you're actually making good contact with it. 
at the end of your turn, you hear a familiar sound that you haven't heard in a very long time. And it is bells ringing on the ship. Fuck you, goddamn mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Grawl, that is your turn. Bloody time. What the hell? I'm tired of burning spell slots. Grawl's eyes ignite with an orange fire. His hair stands on end, and he casts Firebolt. Do you have inspiration? Are you fu- Oh, I do have inspiration, don't I? Is that a reroll? <laughs> it's a D8. Good, I'm gonna fucking do that then. Let's do it. I really need- I'm, A 12 is not gonna hit. And I'm not sure a 15 will either. 15 does not hit. Dang it! Ah! Oh. This thing is moving like crazy, especially after getting hit by Jet. And you can see it starts this roar. And you can see it- sucks up the fireball you shot at it, and it spits it back at you. Ow! Damn. So go ahead and roll me an attack roll for Firebolt against yourself, Dr. Grawl. Oh, DM my item. Would this roll with disadvantage? Can you remind me which item? Cloak of Displacement. Yes, it would. Perfect. That's what we like to hear. Perfect. Oh, that just misses. I have a plus 10 to hit, and I rolled a 16. My AC is 17. You are probably not expecting this thing to shoot your own fireball back at you, but you are still nimble enough to just get out of the way. Use that cloak of displacement. As Grawl dodges, there's a a shimmer of golden sparks as the cloak flutters behind him. That's Grawl's turn. That is the new lair action. As you look around, Grawl, This flame is spreading, and it is spreading fast. Not only that, you're in a pretty tight space, and this place is starting to get filled with smoke. Oh, Oh dear. And I need constitution saving throws from everyone, including the monster. Oh, dear. Uh Excluding me. Oh, my God. Plus two if you're in the aura. Nice. 23. 13. 17 for Jet. 17 here as well. Everyone passes. Ooh, nice. Except you can see that this large monster has one of its tentacles that it can't quite get off of one of these boxes that is attached to it. You can see that it is stuck into it and it is burning. That is the monster's turn. It's able to slither around Jet. Uh, It needs to roll a constitution saving throw, by the way. And the turtle's going to take an opportunity attack. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) No, it's going to kill it for sure. (laughs) 21 con save, Jet. God damn it. 22 to hit. Let's go turtle. Eight piercing damage from a chomp onto one of the tentacles. It gets a small tentacle, completely chomps it off. Nice. Ah, yes. It's snack time. So everyone in this magical cone, I need wisdom saving throws. That is Dr. Grawl. That is Jet. I'm not wise. What is this? Is this a spell? This is not a spell. Motherfucker. You can see these yellow eyes. They start flashing between yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black. So it's almost like this hypnotic wave. Oh, great. Cool. 21 for turtle. I'm going to use the dark one's own luck to add a D10 to this. The fucking what? The dark ones? (laughs) (laughs) All right. That brings me up to a 19. Eight for jet. Eight fails. 18. Jet, you are the only one that fails. Sebastian, your turn. Oh, I'm running 5, 10, 15, 
20, 25, 30 feet downstairs right next to Grawl. There's smoke everywhere. I finally see the creature. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> You're the GIF. Community too. No, yeah. <laughs> Just like, you know, like Troy walking into the apartment on fire. Yep. <laughs> I dropped the pizzas on the floor. <laughs> Girl, we need to get the fuck out of here. Um, do what you can. I'm gonna go tell everyone else. Get in the fucking bag. And I use my dash. I go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, northeast towards the squid guy, but closer to Blueberry, I slide her the key on the ground. I look at Xander. What the fuck happened to your hand? Get in the fucking bag! Tell Jet to! Okay, okay. Pat Xander on the back. Kind of fucking cool hand, but it's still creepy. And have some bardic inspiration. Uh... And that's my turn. Blueberry, you are up. Xander, you're on deck. Oh, God. I had a plan, but now I'm in charge of the door. Okay, um... I'm gonna open the door. <sighs> Get everyone out of there. I go 10 feet. Kanu, what's up? You can see he is gagged right now on this table. Fuck! He's tied up. He's basically on one of those stretcher things that hold all four of your limbs away from each other oh, and then no. has his mouth gagged. All right. Just get the hands. I'm gonna polymorph him into an owl. Hell yeah. Whoa! All of a sudden you see an owl who is still gagged and it just cuts through the gag that was between its beak. I go uh, closer to the other girl's cell, but I don't have anything else I can do, I don't think. Um, but my snappy boy, Snapple, is going to go forward and, and chomp again. He has advantage with pack tactics. Nice. That's only a nine. Ugh! Useless. Okay. That's my turn. Snapple disappears because I cast Polymorph. It just dissolves into moss that floats away on the fiery wind. Xander, you are up. Chat, you're on deck. All right. I don't... I'm dazed a little bit. Confused. Johnny Depp. Uh, I'm just... <laughs> Johnny Depp. Sebastian yelled at me to get in the bag. There's still a giant monster... I'm feeling like Hulk at the end of Thor Ragnarok. Spoilers, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> what type of action is it to get halfway into the bag? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, I'm not looking for cover. I just want to be half in the bag. I still want to be able to attack the thing, but I want to be able to drop in if I need to next turn. No one else is going to be able to get in while you're halfway in. I know. In. I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop in. Like, anyone else can just step on me, and I just right into the bag. It's just the D&D version of, like, the three stooges trying to get through a door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My question now is, instead of one full action, could I do two bonus actions across two turns? I would only allow you to do a bonus action if someone's helping you by, like, holding open the bag. You can hand it to me. Uh, well, yeah, he is right there. Do some blasted. Blueberry's got to save people anyway. Exactly. That's why I didn't want to do it all at once. But also, get the fucking bag! All right, so if it's a bonus action with Sebastian helping me get in, and I can fire an Eldritch Blast as I'm going into the bag. 21 for the first shot. For eight damage with the first hit. And then... That's a nat 20, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. 
2d10 plus 4, 5 plus 4, 9 plus 4, 13 plus another 4 necrotic. Jet, that is your turn. And you are compelled to continue walking towards this creature. That is your full dash action, though you are next to them. I cannot be charmed. That is from my aura of devotion, and also anybody within my aura yeah. cannot be charmed. Oh, shit. That is your turn. Attaboy. Very nice. Very nice. God damn it, we have too many people to take care of. Let me try to get its attention. Take care of everyone else first. You're right, Xander's taking his sweet goddamn time. He's like halfway in now. Just swing. Get everybody in the bag first. I'll get in last. I'm just wiggling my butt. Just like getting in there. <laughs> Do I hear anything from Pebbles? Pebbles is running and you immediately feel Pebbles stop and have a sense of danger or emergency. Do I still sense that she's coming towards me? No. I'm just going to start screaming at this tentacle monster and try. Uh, I'll move more west towards the other side of it, staying within range of it, uh, just trying to get its attention as everybody else is kind of doing their thing, trying to get everybody in the bag and everything and just swinging at it, trying to hit it as much as I can. So I'll, I'll take another attack at it. That's 11 for the first hit. Doesn't hit. 16. Does not hit. Oh my god, dude! It's got these beautiful yellow eyes, and it's just enough to make it uncomfortable that you're scared to attack this thing. I'm also going to cast Sanctuary on Sebastian. Thanks, Dad. Just get everybody in the goddamn bag. On it! Grawl, that is your turn. Very well. Grawl is sick of missing with his... Stupid cantrips and their stupid low damage. His eyes are going to ignite with fire, but this time they turn into a a dull, dull yellowish. As he says, it's time for you to slow down and cast slow on the creature. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to need a wisdom saving throw. That is a 10. Very well. Then he will be affected by slow. Fuck yes, yeah. So, for the next minute, his speed is, will be halved. It will take a minus two penalty to its, to its AC and dex throws, and it cannot use reactions. On its no. turn, it can use either an action or a bonus action, not both. Fuck yeah. Oh. And regardless of the creature's ability or magic items, it can't make more than one melee or ranged attack during its turn. If it attempts to cast a spell with a casting time of one action, roll a d20. On an 11 or higher, the spell doesn't take effect until the creature's next turn, and the creature must use its action on that turn to complete the spell. If it can't, the spell is wasted. Very cool. Uh, and I have no bonus actions, so Grawl's just gonna spin his fucking quarterstaff and slam it into the ground, and that's it. Come to me, Grawl. Oh yeah, you should walk. Sure, actually, I'll walk. <laughs> Grawl's just tempting his fate at this point. I'm just gonna walk within 15 feet of the creature. Man, this fire's spreading fast. Oh. oh dear. I need constitution saving throws from everyone again. Even me, all the way over here in the cell? No, not you, Blueberry. <sighs> I passed. It's fine. I'm using my second lucky point. I got an 11. That's a net fucking 20. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, holy shit. I got 15. 14. Grawl, you're taking six fire damage. 
Ow. Oh, no. And you can feel that this is starting to get in your lungs. That is our rather slow tentacly boy's turn. And it's going to take its one attack, and it's going to go for Jet. That is a 23. Con save also. Ooh, that's only a five. Okay, so it takes it takes 1d6 damage. Okay, go ahead. How's this thing looking? Really fine. Uh, Beautiful. <laughs> You'll love to hear it. Three. All right. You can see a bunch of these tentacles are coming at you. That's 24 bludgeoning damage. Holy shit. Fuck. And you are grappled. Oh. Also, if that's the end of this thing's turn, it gets to re-roll that saving throw. That is an 18. Oh, do I want to? Oh, fuck this. Silvery barbs. <laughs> All right. Reroll that shit. That's a 14. Yes. And I will give that advantage to... I'll give it to Jet again. Sebastian, you are up. Blueberry, you're on deck. I use my bonus action to shove Xander's head into the bag. I use my action to cast hideous laughter on the octopus. So I need a wisdom save of 16 as I run 15 feet to my left and scream, don't you dare squidnap my friend. Oh my God, squidnap. <laughs> <laughs> that is a 17. Fuck. Sebastian, as, as you see Jet getting grappled and just hit by like 20 different tentacles at the same time, he, he's struggling like crazy and he's just going to scream to you, just get fucked. Just get everybody in the goddamn bag now. Hurry up. Ah! I'm working on it. Hurry. I'm just holding the bag out to grawl. Get it when you can. Blueberry up. I'm going to unlock this door with this girl in it. As you do so, she looks at you immediately. Her gag, her handcuffs, and the ball and chain on the ground disappear as she starts walking towards you. Ah, what's going on? I take a step back. It, I, I didn't want them to know. I, I, it was an illusion. Help, help, please. Explain. Explain who are you? What's going on? All I want to do is help. I, I know Matthias. I know Kanu. And she points to the owl. I'm going to look at the owl and say, what do you think about this girl? It kind of gives an owl nod. An owl nod. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I will leave the door open then. Guys, Kanu is now an owl. I can polymorph into an eagle. I can carry the bag. Kanu can fly. I can fly. I will be very large, so I could actually also probably carry a person and the bag. I yell back. Don't worry, just fly into the bag. What? Trust me. No. I promise. We're not all getting in the bag. Everyone get in the bag. What about this girl that I just released? Who the fuck is that? I don't know. Kanu likes her. Just in the bag. You can call me Jessie. Jessie's her name. Jessie, get in the fucking bag. I can get to the door with my movement. Jessie is following close behind you. I can't get into the bag. Yet. I guess I'm going to... Is there anything I can do to help free Jet? All right, Kanu. You got out of those restraints, so it's fine. I'm going to cast Polymorph on the squid. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh my God. Shit. All right. 
I'm like, how about you turn into not a snapping turtle, but like a sea turtle? How about that? I hate squids. Please, please. We're gonna do this on roll 20 so you guys can all see it. Plus six to wisdom saving throws. Oh, Ooh. what the fuck? Why is this Holy squid so goddamn wide? 50-50 chance, come on. Here we go. That passes. That's well, an I'm gonna throw some silvery bars at it, bitch. Yes! Okay. All right. All right. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Are you joking? That's a 14. That is a dirty 20. It is still a giant sea monster, and it is still holding on to Jet. Xander, do you want to do anything? You're at the back. Yeah, because I got Namora outside the bag. Hey, <laughs> let's go, dude. Yes. So I'll just uh, have an Eldritch Blast fire out of each of his little tentacle things on his head. It's like pew, pew. 26 on the first hit. 8 plus 4 plus the d6. So 15 damage. And the second hit, 26 again. Nice. That's another 8 plus 4 plus 4. 16. That is, that is some spicy Eldritch Blast. We spicing it. Chet, that is your turn. And at the start of your turn, you are being crushed by these tentacles. You are taking 18 bludgeoning damage. Oh, damn. Oh, fuck. damn. 18? What would you like to do? You got to break that grapple, buddy. I will just try to break free. All right. Give me an athletics check. With advantage. With advantage? Okay, because I just rolled a nat one. I might have the worst luck in the entirety of humankind. Are you? I just rolled another fucking nat one. <laughs> so six. Dumb. <laughs> one in 40 chance of getting two nat ones in a row. One in 400. Yeah. Boy. I am. I am notoriously the worst roller in this goddamn campaign. Jet is not looking too good. Dr. Grawl. Oh my god, okay, um, well, inspired by, uh, Blueberry's promising attempt, Dr. Grawl looks at you and says, A veteran's attempt. Now let me show you how a true master does it, and cast Polymorph. Ooh. Oh, come on. Come on. Wisdom saving throw. I'm doing this on roll 20. Wisdom saving throw, plus six. Your DC is higher. It is. It is an 18. So it's 11 or lower. Ooh. Here we go. Yes! Oh my god! Yes! It's a 12 total! <laughs> oh. All right. What are you polymorphing this thing into? That is a good question. Uh, <laughs> do Magikarp exist in this universe? They do now. <laughs> you do so, and it flops to the ground. That is the lair action. Oh, yes. I'm not going to allow this thing to be hit by it because you just turned it into a new form. So it is not actually getting hurt by the fire yet. You, however, still need to make your con save. As well as everyone else. Not Xander, because he's in the bag. Natural one. Oh, no. Hey, as long as you keep concentration. So it's six fire damage to anyone who gets less than a 14. That's me. Oh, I got a 15. Namora got hurt. I got a dirty 20. 
I will at least save the con. That's a dirty 20. Attaboy. Oh, thank God. That's what matters. Sebastian, you're up. Growl, is it okay if I just <laughs> toss you in the closet? In the closet? Uh, yeah, foomp, when I shove the bag <laughs> over his head. <laughs> <laughs> Growl, you are quickly in, uh, and Xander's sitting in the corner. What a blasted name's happened. Uh, we in a bag. Blue Bear, you're up. I run up to Sebastian, and I'm gonna hold an action to jump into the bag after two more friends get into the bag, not including Jessie, but I'm gonna instruct her to get in the bag. And she does so. I will. Third level healing word for my buddy, Jet. Oh, thank you. 12 healing for you. I just like throw uh, some herbal salve at your face and just <laughs> slaps you in the cheek and then <laughs> sinks in and heals your wounds. Xander, you see Kanu, come in. Oh, hey. Well, welcome back, Kame Kamehameha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just staring at my hands at this point. Jet will, uh, walking away from from the polymorph. He's kind of limping and coughing up a little bit of blood. Just walking towards Sebastian. <coughs> Is... Are we good? We're good. I got you, bro. Uh, open her, please. And he's just kind of slump into the bag. And then I jump in. I take a big breath of air to hold my breath before going in. Before Sebastian closes the bag, Jet's going to yell up. So hopefully Sebastian will hear it. Pebbles is right out front. Please just get to her as fast as you can. I peek my head in. Is she on the docks? Is she outside the docks? Which way? Outside the docks. <coughs> Hurry. Got it. I look at the squid. I say, I've never had calamari, but you can roast alive, bitch. Cast Dimension Door, sending us 500 feet north into the center of town. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you see that as you are grabbing the bag, you hoist it over your back. You see that this fish starts turning back into this tentacled monster and it's coming towards oh, you. God. It's reaching out those tentacles. You hear cracking as the ship starts sinking further and further as a big burn hole is coming into the side of the ship and flooding it. <laughs> You're just able to get your stance. Teleport yourself north. Oh. There's people around. You can hear bells ringing. You can hear people running towards the docks, towards the south. But you're not by the docks. You're a couple hundred feet away. And you can hear people are all over, are like, come on, come on, the ship's burning, the ship's burning. I, I look for the nearest building or alley or anything and I'm trying to hide either in a bush, in a tree, in the alleyway of a building. I, I rip open the cinch of the bag and put my hand in and just grab the nearest hand. <laughs> I grab Blueberry and I pull her out. And so everyone knows that uh, we're, we're now safe. I don't know where we are, some, some part of town, but ship's over there. You see the smoke. You bring Blueberry out. You bring Jet out. Jesse follows Xander follows. Kanu comes out, and finally Dr. Grawl. Reach my hand in and grab Dr. Grawl's hand and start pulling. You notice that Dr. Grawl's hand 
doesn't feel like it did before. Why are people's hands so fucking weird today? It's a lot bigger. When you pull him out of the bag, the bag of holding has fucked with his cloak of displacement. And you don't pull out an elderly, wizened human man. You feel a extremely firm grip as a eight-foot-one Goliath emerges from the bag of blue-gray skin that looks like living stone and exceptionally handsome and hot teacher emerges from that bag and falls onto the floor. Oh, there he is. With a surprisingly large thud as he gets to his feet and runs a finger through his hair. What the fuck? fuck? I'm gonna scramble. Bloody hell. Grawl? Turns back to look at you. What? You're hot. Oh. Bloody hell. And Grawl just bounces. Dr. Grawl falls. Excellent job. Good to see you, Grawl. And we must get back. Matthias is in danger. Of course. He puts his hand on Connor's shoulder and says, Glad you're alive, one, my friend. We should head to the university right away. Indeed. We have to get everyone out of there. Indeed. The rest of you, are you all right? Debatable. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. He's exceptionally good looking, by the way. Like, full on, like, ripped ass (laughs) arms and shit. Like, it's alarming. Jet is still, like, laying on the ground, looking super beat up, spitting up more blood. And he's just calling for Pebbles. Pebbles is coming, jumps up, and starts licking your face. As she's licking my face, I'm going to flavor it this way. She is going to use my lay on hands pool. She's just going to give me like 20. As she's licking up some of the blood off my face and cleaning me up, trying to make me feel better, he'll sit up and kind of look at this new teacher and get flush in the face. Um, who who else is hurt? I feel like we should heal up before I've got, I can, I have, um, salve. Um, who, who looks hurt? Grawl's a little dinged up, but he's otherwise fine. Well, we don't want to go in looking hurt. Um, first level cure wounds on Jet. Uh, 13 to Jet. And, um, you two, Doc, Doc, you're still, that's still your name, Dr. Grawl? It's still my name. I'll explain later. Uh, sure, I'm just gonna kill you real quick, is that okay? Of course. Extends his surprisingly well-muscled arm. Uh, <laughs> just going to gently rubs the salve on and uh, ten healing, and then she's just still petting. Doctor Girl very, very directly rolls his eyes. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, good, okay, done. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. 
Sorry, sometimes it takes sometimes it takes longer than normal. Sorry. Um, let's go. <laughs> While she is petting his arm, Jet runs over and pushes her out of the way <laughs> and himself starts petting his arm and casts cure wounds as well. He is petting your forearm and then it slowly just goes to holding onto your hand with both of his hands kind of sandwiching your hand in between staring deeply into your eyes. His eyes are bright orange. Oh my god. <laughs> and they look extremely unimpressed. Ooh. Oh. Grawl squeezes your hand to the point where it becomes slightly painful. You done. And he slowly pushes your hands down and moves towards the end of the alley. Uh, I got I got one quick question. Who is this lady here, Jess? Uh, I have one quick question. What the fuck is wrong with your hand? Not now. All right, we have to go. We'll talk about this later. Let's go. Kanu starts running eastward towards where he knows the university to be. Dan just kind of like looking at his hands the whole time we're walking. As you guys are running towards the east, you're running up this road going up towards Matthias's, and you can see in front of you is the magistrate man you saw earlier who was on the horse. And he's coming back down from the university towards you. Uh, Ellie, Ellie, Ellie. Oh yeah, we need to hide. Holding his arm behind everyone, stands back and hushes back into the alley with the party. We just, do we wait for everyone to go through? We're hiding and waiting, yes. Hold. There's a large group of magistrate soldiers that is jogging down towards the docks. They have spears and shields in hand, and they are definitely in a rush. And they are not really looking around. They are going straight that way. You can hear the people in the front. Kindly move. Move, please. Move, please. We're in a rush. Keep moving. Keep moving. They're gone. They're gone. They're far enough away. Okay, we go back. Head to university. Grawl, do you think we can just... Can we walk in? Do we need to go in like a side entrance? Are they going to be looking for us specifically? Or do you think we're good to just kind of waltz on in? I don't know. We have no reason to believe that they're looking for us specifically. Except for Kanu. Oh, yeah. Right, Kanu. Hmm. How, do, how do we hide Kanu? Can we change? Can we change how he looks? Hey, Kanu. Boop. I cast invisibility on Kanu. What about Jesse? What about Jesse? Ah! I cast invisibility on Jesse too at second level, third level. Uh, no, I got it. Oh, that works. Well, okay. Um, I guess we step out of the alley. So you start up that winding path as you round the hill coming up towards the watchtower. You start to see the main doorway of the university. You did not see Sheldon at the main gate. There are no students here right now. And as you're approaching the university door, you can see it opens as Commodore Fulton rushes out about to put his helmet on when he locks eyes with you and stops. He is followed by two knights in black plate mail, one with greatsword in hand, the other with a bag thrown over its shoulder. The sack is moving. Uh! I expected it was you. And he looks specifically at Jet. Dropping the name of my old friend Kingsley was not exactly the right move back there. See you, uh, failed in getting your prisoners out? They must be at the, uh, bottom of the bay. Hey, fuck you, dude. That's my way of 
transferring the hex that was on the big squid thing <laughs> oh onto God. Commodore Fulton. I'm not quite sure what you're referring to. What is the meaning of this? You must have been with them. Disappointed that terrorists like you could do such a thing. Oh, I hardly think that's necessary. You just endangered dozens of lives. We aren't sure how many are dead there. No. Depends on how much of the docks burnt down, or if the masts landed on anyone. Hopefully they didn't land on any of the buildings there, wouldn't want a whole tavern of people crushed to death by the acts of terrorists. Remind me, when did the magistrate start giving a damn about who dies? It might have been different if any of your, uh, any of your men were bold enough to stay, because they all turned tail and ran. Bitch. You can argue all you want. We care about life. That's funny. And we don't go around hurting innocents. That's bullshit. You can believe what you want. And you can live for today. Excuse me? You can fight for what's wrong all you want. You can fight for the side of destruction that kills innocents day in and day out. But just know, there are just people in this world. And we will hunt you down. So why do you have a person in a sack if you're on the good side? Yeah, when did uh, kidnapping become just? The lead terrorist? In a sack? Matthias? God damn it, I knew it. It doesn't sound like proper protocol for arresting. Grolf plants his feet firmly on the ground and says, I'm afraid you're going to have to drop that. You can have Matthias back gestures his hand, and the knight just drops the bag onto the ground with a loud thud. But this place, and he points to the university, is ours. This university will never be used to teach the demonology of magic ever again. Be out by morning or be slaughtered. Yeah, that's definitely the kind of stuff good people say. I'm going to walk right by him and go to the bag and open it up. He walks by you, as well as the knights. Jet, you open the bag, and Matthias is in there. He has his hands all tied up, and his mouth is gagged. I'm, I'm pulling the gag off his mouth, and uh, I'll, I'm going to take my hatchet out and cut off his restraints. You're able to do so as you hear Commodore Fulton. Oh, and I would hurry. Basements can get quite dark if they're not looked after. Does he know about the, the secret basement? Matthias, what... What does he mean by that? They found the basement. The the others are there. I don't know what's going on. We must go. They get darker without maintenance? What does that mean? Let's just, we need to get inside. Matthias just starts rushing into the university. Quickly. Grawl follows him immediately after. You guys can hear footsteps behind you. Kanu and Jesse are following you all. Matthias rushed straight into his office. He grabs a pinch of this powder out of a vial and begins whispering something under his breath. You've seen this before. He drops the white powder and it flows itself beneath the floorboards. And a moment after, the wall begins to fall where you know the staircase to the basement is. As that wall falls, you see the stairs. You remember these go down about two stories. But just a few steps down. There's a dense black fog that completely covers the stairs. Like dry ice smoke, it just clings to the ground. It doesn't seep above, but it completely covers every inch of anything you see below. 
Xander, however, you can see all the way down to the bottom of the stairs where the hallway turns left. And just at that moment of the door going all the way down, you hear a loud scream coming from the basement. Oh, shit. I cast a spell magic on this fog. Third level. Before we do that, someone roll me a d20. I got it. Wait, it's my first roll with the with the new liquid core. Uh, nine. So, as you see this, Matthias just says, Go, I need to find Finn. And he points down, and you can hear Kanu, uh, I will secure a perimeter. Um, I, I can come with you, I can help. We still don't really know who you are, to be totally honest. I promise I'm friendly. That's a that's a big thing to, to just trust in a time like this. Did dispelling do anything? For a moment, it actually completely dispels the darkness. And about six seconds later, it reappears. Um. Okay, well, I can see through this, so I'll lead the way. Everyone just, like, link hands or something. I'm worried what it's going to do to us if we, like, inhale it or touch it or anything. Is... Pebbles too big to follow. Yeah. I'm going to send her back to the entrance of the school and and again let me know if she sees anything off or sees anybody coming towards the school. And I'm I'm going to cast a gust of wind in front of me. See if that pushes the fog out of the way at all down the stairs. I just kind of blow a kiss and then my hands just become these big fans not not physically but <laughs> you can definitely push it a little bit i'm going to give you a little bit more of a radius than the others okay this was mostly in case it was dangerous so this fine when it comes to ttrpgs what's stopping you from getting together for a game are you a forever DM looking to try out one of your thousands of characters but never have a party? Maybe you're new to D&D and aren't quite sure where to start or even how to begin learning all of the rules. Or maybe you're like literally everyone and come face to face with the real BBEG. Scheduling issues. Startplaying.games takes care of all of that for you. Yes, even the scheduling. We all just want to play some D&D together. And StartPlaying.Games has countless GMs and games waiting for you to fill seats for their games. New to D&D and looking to learn the game alongside your friends? Have an experienced and beginner-friendly DM guide you through a dungeon, teaching you and your party everything you need to know about the game along the way. Experienced player looking to fill your off week because SOMEONE had to go on vacation? Hop into a one-shot with other like-minded adventurers. Looking to try out something other than D&D? Startplaying.games covers all sorts of different systems. All for as little as $5 per game. $5 for a night of fun? Why would you even CONSIDER going bowling, slipping on those horrid, uncomfortable, used smelly shoes, sipping on stale beer and getting food poisoning from rancid bowling alley food, all while dropping $40 on a night out, when you can just start playing games for a fraction of the price? And, might I add, have a lot more fun. You might even find us on there running games for you all in our free time. So what are you waiting for? Click our referral link in the show notes to get $10 off your first game. Startplaying.games Dr. Graw will just pull out a small torch and catch Prestidigitation on it to light it up. After you, Doc. Follow. All of you. 
and Grawl will proceed first. As soon as that torch flame touches the darkness, it extinguishes. Hmm. I, I raise my hand. I can see. It is very important where your character is, so just make sure to not move without telling me where you're moving. Yeah, uh, I got this. I can, I can see... You guys can see that his eyes are glowing a little bit, like a faint purple. I'm going to take, like, a couple steps forward and see what's what down the hallway. Down this hallway, you know, this hallway has a few doors on either side. A few of them are open. All the way down at the end, if you remember, is the bar that you guys hung out with after helping Kingsley. But right now, there is a singular man... He is wearing traditional student garb right now, who is standing in the middle of this hallway. Looks like he's really trying to see, and he's got a little bit of flame in his hands, looking back and forth. Uh, hey, buddy. <gasps> where is it? Where, where's what? Are you, are you a student? Yes, yes. Who are you? Who are you? Would I recognize this voice? Yes, he calls himself Thonk, <laughs> but his name is Thomas. Nice. <laughs> Thonk. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, where are you? Uh, uh, hallway, hallway. Uh, I'm hearing screams, and it's real dark. I'll move ten feet up towards the voice. Hang on, hang on. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna come get you. Hold on for a second. I'll just walk down the hallway as I approach the. I don't know if it's a doorway or if it's a hallway over to my right. I'm just gonna like peer around, make sure no one, nothing's gonna like shoot out at me. Does a 22 hit you, Xander? Yes. Xander, as you peek around, it is a hallway going downward. You can see a couple curtains. Looks like this is probably a place for people to sleep. In this darkness, from above, you can see terrifying white teeth that pierce the darkness and come at you. It is this eel that is swimming through the darkness. Whoa. Ew. And it punctures your arm. Let's roll initiative. 15. 23. 15. 18. Oh, shit, we all rolled well. 17. No, we got a roll off. Oh, you win. I got a one. So I'm going to roll the first bite attack. Xander, that is... 17 piercing damage. Holy shit. Is it magical or non-magical? Non-magical. And that is 18 sneak attack damage. What? Holy oh. crap. Rogue eels. Okay. And then it's going to take its second attack on you, which is a tail slap. Does a 25 hit you? Yes. After seeing the first one, which I'm assuming I can't block. Dr. Girl says, not quite, and activates silvery barbs. Okay. That is only a 16. That doesn't hit. Nice. Perfect. Thanks, Teach. And now I get to give an advantage to someone, and I'll give it to Blueberry. This thing is going to run away from you and continue further down. Can I take an opportunity attack, then? You may indeed. Hell yeah. I'll shoot an Eldritch Blast at it. 23 to hit. Oh, yeah. But eight force damage. It slithers away. And again, you are seeing this thing basically like it is swimming underwater, but it's swimming through these darkness clouds. Xander, what the fuck was that? Eel? Maybe. Maybe? 
and you see this thing ducks into the room to your left. Oh, that's probably what Thonk is scared of. Blueberry, you're first in initiative. It turned to the right down the hallway or like north? There's a door on the left about 15 feet in front of me and it went through that door. Um, but I mean, be wary. There might be something else in to your right right now down this room. And then Thonk is like 20 feet ahead of me. Okay, well, I step like 15 feet in front of Xander. I'm not quite at the doorway, but I see that my vision went a little bit into it. I'm going to throw a fairy fire into the room to my left. Nice. Okay. Just uh, druidcraft a bunch of pollen spores that begin to glow like little fireflies and just throw them into the room. It's a 20-foot cube. So anyone within that deck safe. So I'll tell you right now, I've already picked a spot in this room for the eel, but this room is 40 foot by 40 foot. Damn. So it is in one of the quadrants. Oh no. <laughs> so you can decide which quadrant you want to hit, or if you want a specific spot in roll 20, you're more than happy to. I think he wouldn't have had that much speed left. So I think he'd definitely be eastern side closer to us and I would say north so the northeastern yeah what kind of save is that blueberry dexterity saving good deduction you should start gambling (laughs) no that wasn't chance that was logic (laughs) (laughs) that is a natural two meaning that is a 14 what the fuck what the fuck excuse well, that's a fail. So any creature in the area is outlined in light. If it fails for the duration, objects and affected creatures shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. Any attack roll against them has advantage if the attacker can see it, and the affected creature or object can't benefit from being invisible. You broke my encounter with one spell. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yes. That's sick. A uh, bonus action. I am going to wild shape into a polar bear. Heck yeah. The problem is it is a large beast, so. Oh my God. Unfortunately, I'm following the hallway. I would like to ride the blueberry polar bear. (laughs) There you go, Jet. Oh Oh, yeah, you can get your mounting master. You got a new pebble. Oh. And I didn't break your encounter with one spell. I broke it with three different spells that I attempted. True. (laughs) True. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, I have 10 more feet of movement as a polar bear, so I can move a little bit. Mm. I'm going to squeeze into this hallway. Yeah, something might come after me over here, but that's what I'm doing, okay? Xander, you can see that this thing comes out of the room and is now glowing a bit, and you all should be able to see it a little bit now. But the only thing in reach is Thomas. No. Oh, no. That is a 27 to hit Thomas. This is not going to be sneak attack damage, though, so that is 12 damage. And he's dead because he's a commoner. <laughs> <laughs> he's got fire hands. Does that protect you from being dead? No, but they make you more than a commoner. Oh, okay. And this thing is going to continue on and get into this next room does Thomas get an opportunity attack? Oh, yeah, he does. You want to roll it for me? Yeah. Plus five to hit with his firebolt. Dirty 20. Beautiful. Roll me 2d10 damage. Whoa. 
three, and the nine. Wow. Sebastian, you're up. I, I don't know what's going on. Oh God. The thing slithered into a room like 30 feet down the road. Like way up there? Like way up there. Okay, uh, um, I moved 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Oh, hi, Blueberry! Hi! Oh, shit. I like your polar bear voice. <laughs> oh, I'm a bear. This is my bear voice. <laughs> oh, damn. That's so cool. Well, why, why did you run away from it? Did you get cold feet? Uh, uh, <sighs> Have some inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> you got this, Blueberry. You're a big old polar bear. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. I'm gonna take a knee and just hold the crossbow up. Hold a, a shot on if it pops out again. So I move 30 feet up and I'm gonna hold a hold a crossbow shot if it pops out of that room. Grawl, you are up. I don't wanna burn a second level spell on it. All right, I will stand in the hallway and uh, hold his action for Firebolt the first time he sees him. Grawl, at this point, you are right next to your student, Thonk. Huh, Professor. Pay attention, son. Behind me. Jet, you're up. Xander, you're on deck. I am way behind everybody else, so I need to catch up. I need to make up some ground. So we're going to sprint forward. Blue, uh, can, can I get a little assistance? Can you give me a paw? I, I need some help up. Up what? Uh, I'm just going to start crawling on her back. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? There's, I'm, in, I'm squeezing this little hallway. It's not comfy. I just feel like I'd fight better up here. It's fine. Okay, thanks. And I'm gonna pet her head. We'll say that was an action to get on top of Blueberry. Uh, use your movement. Do you have anything you want to do for a bonus action? For my bonus action, as I am petting her on the head, I am casting Shield of Faith on her. Woo! Armored polar bear. <laughs> her, her fur gets a little bit thicker. All right, Xander. So can I just move 30 feet straight north? And puts me right at the edge of the doorway. I peer in. I see the thing. It's like, all right, we got the eel. And then there's a student that looks like a lizard. He's like blue and black. I don't know. I'm going to, I guess, aim for the eel still. Would I know what student he's talking about? Yeah, you only have one blue dragonborn student. This is G.I. G.I. What's he doing? Suck a dick, you slimy bitch. And then that's Hex on there followed by Eldritch Blast. I'll just have the one hand around the corner, but it'll be a blast from the index and then the pinky. It's that double barrel. Nope, that first one misses with an 11. <laughs> uh, actually, Dr. Grawl has one use of his portent ability left, and so I will replace that 11 with an 18. Oh! Ooh. Okay. Hell yeah. Thanks, boss. The fortunes decree it. So that's... 13 plus 5, so 18 damage with the first hit. Let's hit him with a hit him with a one more. 16. 16 misses. Fuck. That's a bummer. That was with advantage, right? Oh, yes. Fairy fire? yes. I totally forgot about the advantage. Fairy fire. So I get to try again. Dirty 20. Definitely hits. All right. So that's 6 plus 2. 8 damage. Andrew, this thing's looking rough, and I need you, again, to roll me a d20. 11. You're peering in as you see the blue dragon porn lights flames and tries to hit this thing, and it's able to dodge out of the way. 
Damn it. Blueberry, you're up. Move, Sebastian. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> I'm going to barrel out of the hallway with Jet on my back. I'm just pinned up against the wall. <laughs> Five ten to get out of the hallway. <gasps> What's this? Someone's dead. Oh, God. What? I can see someone that's got a red X over them in the other room. Do you yell that? <laughs> Yeah, because, like, I, you know, I turn around and I, like, see it into the other room. I'm like, oh, shit, someone's dead in there. So I took ten feet to get out of the hallway to that diagonal spot shared with Sebastian. And then I have 40 feet total. So how far can I go? Are you going into the room? Yeah, get up to the eel if I can find it. You are 15 feet away from the eel. Damn! This eel was pretty far into this room. All right, well... I will dash up to it. Kill it. That is the eel's turn. It's gonna attack the dragonborn in front of it. As a reaction, I am going to, yes, impose disadvantage. First one would have hit, and the second one, 14 misses. <laughs> and then it's gonna use the tail slap. That's another 14, that misses as well. My god. Wow. It's going to use a bonus action to disengage. No. It's a fucking eel. It's a rogue eel. He went to thieve school. Oh, me, me, Grawl and yes. Sebastian both Let's see it, this boy. thing come out. So your held actions. Firebolt. Grawl throws a jet of flame from his finger. Kachung, a 23 to hit. That is a 22 to hit. Boom. I got 10 piercing. Nice. 15 damage. How does this thing go down? Yes! Oh, ah! Use my arrow however you want, Grawl. It's you. Then as we both uh, use our actions at the same time, Grawl's uh, firebolt and uh, Sebastian's arrow just get closer and closer as they diverge towards the same target. And then all of a sudden, as if attracted, Grawl's firebolt wraps around the arrow as it slits right into its gills and it's wreathed in magical flame. This thing was floating six feet in the air as it was like swimming away very quickly. But you guys are easily able to get that trajectory on just right through the gills. That magical fire basically pops it from the inside. As you can see, the darkness in the basement slowly lifts. Whew. Wow. Wonderful. I'll walk up to it with Jet on my back. What the fuck was that? I joined the group. I'm gonna do the same. Can I make an arcana check, nature check on this thing? What is it? Give me an arcana check. Guys, there's two dead people in this room. Not just one. Awesome, 26. Crawl, you would know that this thing is not completely natural. This doesn't exist anywhere that you would know of. Like, yeah, some eels like darkness. Very few can go on to land at all, let alone fly through the air in this darkness. It definitely looks like this thing was created. What? A normal type of eel was put through some sort of magical testing or magical enhancements to create it. I'm going to take a picture. Grawl leans down and just lays his hand on this thing and says, This is no creature of our world. Product of a natural 
experiments. So you're telling me that the magistrate who's trying to get rid of all this fucking magic is the one who created that? Admittedly. Grawl stands up and looks around. Does he see anyone who's dead? Yes, you see in this room off to your left, in this room you see two younger students. They are indeed both dead. Do I recognize them? You know one to be Yaro. He is a younger human. He was very skilled in conjuration. He was the youngest student at the university. And then you also notice Madelo. She's a young halfling woman. She was still learning her way, but she was vehemently against the magistrate. She was very reckless in some cases. Blueberry! Huh? Do you have Revivify? No. Grawl just clenches his fist and, and puts it to his mouth as he closes his eyes. Is it too late for just any little healing? I could try something. Try. I'll, I'll walk up to Madelo and take a knee and just place a hand on her stomach. Cast a first level cure wounds. And it is a very nice gesture. I, I feel the, the warmth go through my hand and I just look back to Grawl with very sad face. I don't really have any words to speak. Grawl's face, well, I would say it turns to stone, but he already looks like living stone. He looks like unliving stone. And just silently walks into the room and leans over them and just closes their eyes. I'm sorry, Grawl. Not interested in death indeed. I will pay for this. Everyone. Split up. Find who you can. As you say that, you start hearing rushing down the stairs. And as you guys go back into the hallway, you can see Matthias is here with Finn. Uh, the student's here. Tell them to stay upstairs. I don't think we should be up there. I think we need to get out of here now. It's, it's time for plan B. What's plan B? Abandoned the university. They're not going to give us until tomorrow. You saw the way he looked at us. We're really just going to leave it? Round up all the students. From the bar, you can see a human man walking out, black hair, only one arm severed at the shoulder. He does not look injured now. This looks like a previous injury. Grawl, you know all of these people. This is Aurelius. There is a pink tiefling woman. She has a big hood on her. She comes out. This is Marla. And then there is this stone door off to the left that Matthias runs up to and bangs on. You can hear from the other side a woman that you know, Grawl. She's got a very raspy voice, but she opens the door up and she is just beautiful. She is half orc, half elf. She's got these beautiful elven ears. She's got this somewhat pinkish skin. She's got these little tusks that come up from her bottom jaw. Oh, yeah. She could ruin my life. <laughs> <laughs> As well as there's a young dwarven woman in here. I couldn't save them all. We will. All of you, follow Matthias out. No, we're not going out the front door. I think it is time we abandoned the university officially. You haven't seen this room, Grawl. And he pushes that stone door open. And in this pretty massive room, you can see a giant brass archway with stone embedded into its side. 
and then a magic circle on the ground. They will hunt us down. I, I don't think they're giving us until tomorrow morning. They might be back on their way up here right now. Everyone has five minutes. Grab your things. We are out of here. We need more than five minutes to rescue the knowledge in this university. You get five minutes. Or we leave without you. Grawl, just tell us what to do. We got we got hands. We got whatever you need. We'll, we'll get it. Excellent. Does this university have a collection of, like, ultra-rare books, scrolls, manuscripts, artifacts? You do know there are some that are completely hidden from the magistrate in this basement. They're in the bar area. They're on the small bookshelf. There is, like, a full-on library upstairs on the second floor. It would take some time to get to, and it's rather big. We have Xander's bag, everything. Yeah, we can throw everything in here. It's yours. Thonk runs up to you. I'll grab everything on this floor. Good. Every one of you, comb this entire floor, get every artifact you can find, you four. I point them to the room where the, um, the rare artifacts are located. Be careful with those. I run Jet in that direction and then push him off my back once we're in the room. Oh, oh. Take everything you can find, everything with an ounce of magic to it. I'm gonna unwild shape and uh, quickly cast Long Strider on Dr. Grawl. Some spectral vines grow into your feet and disappear and give you, make you a little ladder on your feet. I'll toss you the bag of holding. Have at it. Excellent. Thank you, Blueberry. I'm gonna run around and just take pictures of everything that like looks suspicious and magistrate related, like anything that they might have done. Specifically, the eel, any dead students. And Dr. Grawl is going to take the opportunity to uh, use the dash action and just get to bolting. Dr. Grawl, roll me an athletics check with advantage. Uh, that is a 19. You're able to rush up to that library. You're pushing through other students who are just still in the building just to make sure this gets done as fast as possible and you're able to grab what you deem to be the most important books in this room. Whether that be to keep them out of magistrate hands or to have them for future to help preserve them, whatever that means to you. And as you get back down, Matthias has gathered everyone in that room, and you can also see Kanu comes out of invisibility and rushes into the room, as well as Jesse. I'm gonna call for, for Pebbles. I'm just going to talk to her telepathically and tell her, I got to let you go for now, girl. I'm going to call you soon, okay? And I will let her go for now. All right, everyone. This is it. We are leaving. My last plan. And he points to this large brass archway. Helios. Oh, shit. Helios? Wait, we heard of that place. A floating place? They're the last people who believe in magic, that the Magistrate hasn't corrupted. They still use airships, they still use amazing technologies, and they have a safe place. <gasps> oh no, our ship! Oh shit, Blueberry! <laughs> we can go there and we can start building a revolution. Wait, 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 wait. Sebastian, wasn't the dude that you were impersonating, wasn't he from Helios? Up in oh! the Evergem? Derek! I think the Magistrate might be at Helios. They have encampments outside, but they can't get up into the floating city. They don't have airships. Oh, shit. That's tight. All right. So we probably shouldn't go through this gate, though, right? Because we want our ship. Someone has to stay behind and destroy this portal 
after the rest of us. I, I can do that. If you want to go with the others. No, no. Why, why would you do that? You need, you need to be with your students. You need to be with everyone. Why would we let you stay here and sacrifice yourself? There's no point. We can meet you in Helios. Like, we got a way to get up there. It just might be a couple days. If you have other places you need to go, you can meet us in Helios. We should be safe there. Take your time. Go through. Go be with them. Go start this up. Do what you need to do over there. Like, we can stay here and destroy it. Grawl's dummy strong. He can do it himself. But, like, we have our ship that we gotta go get. We can't just leave it there. That's too important. You're staying here. Sh your ship? I mean... Yeah, we... Um... We have an airship. Yeah. Wonderful. Even easier for you to get to Helios. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you could just, you know, let us know the, you know, GPS route. <laughs> Give us the coordinates. Southwest. Southwest, got it. And Grawl looks at them quizzically. Remarkable bunch of heroes. <laughs> That's us. We the options, baby. Thank you. Kanu does a big bow. Of course, Kanu, we can't leave you behind. Kanu, did you... Did you help... Kingsley at all? Yes. What? Do you know where he is? Where well, where is he? He's right here. And he points to Jesse. What? Ah! What the oh, fuck? What? <laughs> Yo! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that was terrifying. Uh, I instantly run over and give him a hug. That's why you didn't want me to boop you. Well, Matthias said that when the magistrate showed up, I, I could not be seen because I had been in their prison, so he he made me form Jesse. I kind of liked it. Did you see my red hair? Wait, were you able to do that yourself? Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Wow. We heard you've been raising the dead. What? <laughs> <laughs> what I do on my own time doesn't concern you. Okay, Kingsley. <laughs> Tell Jet that, not me. Do you want me to come with you guys, or you want me to go to Helios? I don't want them to see you. Yeah, you go to Helios, bud. Jet, is that okay if he leaves? <sighs> you promise you'll do everything in your power to protect him. Please. We will keep him safe. You guys don't know how important he is to all of us. Oh, thanks, Jet. You too. I'm going to slap him in the face. And don't you ever. You try to slap him in the face and you see that the illusion goes away and he was actually about five feet back. God <laughs> damn it. Oh, damn. <laughs> Too slow, buddy. Grawl taught me that one. <laughs> Good lad. Students, we are. We are leaving. Break this when we go. Anything you can throw at it. Kanu starts running his hand along this archway. And you can see he starts inscribing things on these stones that are engraved into the brass. And as he reaches the other side, and it looks like a portal of clouds has formed itself in this brass archway. Given that Grawl currently has all the manuscripts in the, uh... oh, that's a good question, actually. Um... Oh. Oh, no. How am I going to put those uh, manuscripts the in the bag of holding? Blueberry, we have to give up your bag. No. We're going to meet up with them. Okay, it's fine. Uh, pull all of our stuff out of it. I'm so sorry. We'll we'll meet up. We're going to meet up in Helios anyway. All right, we'll, we'll get it back. Just take care of our bag, please. We, we did a lot for that. Of course. 
Hold on. Grawl will pull out, since he has the entire library uh, with him, will pull out a scroll of fireball and hand it to Blueberry. What is this? Well, if this gate isn't destroyed by other means, this will take care of it. Just take a step back. Okay. You keep yourself safe. Will do. You too, boss. We'll try. Thank you for your teachings. Time to go. Don't give them an inch. We have much work to be done here. You'll triumph with time. I'm gonna hit him up for a dab. Grow will take that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweet, you do know how to do it. Welcome to the resistance, boss. Curious bunch of heroes. Students, let's go. Everyone starts going through. I thank you. The half-orc, half-elfin woman gives a bow. Lorelai. Nice that to meet you. sounds significant. As Grawl passes through the portal, he'll just turn back and look at the party in general and, and smile as he, as he leaves away. And Jet, as he turns, he'll give you a slight smile before walking into the portal. Oh. Wait! I gotta take a picture. Oh, wait! <laughs> wait, girl! Wait, you, I think you sneak a picture right as he's leaving. Oh, you get the smirk! That you catch the smile. Oh, yeah, I catch the smirk, like, right as he's walking through. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna speak over to Sebastian. I can't tell if that was flirting or if he's, like, a proud dad. Like, I don't know what's going on here. It was kind of mixed signals, which is, like, kind of on par for him, given the whole old man, hot dude, uh... Yeah, I feel like he's just, he's just going with the flow at this point. Yeah. But that smirk, that smirk, though. That smirk, though. You see did, that? Did like, you, look at that. You, oh, you caught that? I got it. I, yeah, oh, got it, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let Jet see, or he's going to just, like, loom over that for the next, like, three weeks. <laughs> so, party has said goodbye to everyone at Matthias's, but the portal still stands. Let's try our natural means first. Eldritch blasts, thorn whips, hammer, let's go. Sebastian starts shredding in the background. Jet's taking these big two-handed swings over and over again, and they reverberate this big brass arch. So it's just that metal that just clangs like a cymbal. Xander, you're shooting Eldritch blasts. Blueberry, you're thorn whipping in between these cracks that start making and pushing them further apart so that Jet can hit harder and Sebastian's thunder wave can just do more and more. And it only takes a few minutes before this thing is completely cracked all the way through. And you can see that the clouds go away. And you just see the back wall of this room. Okay, let's get out of here. Wait, we, we didn't use your paper? What did, what did he even give you, Blueberry? It looks like a spell? A fire? Explosion? Something evocative. <laughs> Hype? Hang on to it. Oh, hey. That's what Sebastian can do. Oh, the big old fireball? Yeah. It was probably that. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, I took it away safely. We got to get out of here. You guys rush up and out of the university. Four of you together. Dr. Grawl, half a world away in Helios. And you open up into a pretty hot day. Sun beaming down at you. As... We have our final time with Marcus saying that's a wrap. 
Thank you so much for being here, Marcus. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you for having me. Love it. Thank you, Marcus. Such a treat. So much fun. So much fun. Tell the people where they can find you, as always. My name is Marcus Territory on Ticketed Talk. I do bisexual and law-themed and pretty much whatever I want-themed content. And I stream on Twitch three nights a week on Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 7 to 9 and 6 to 8 Eastern Time. And yeah, keep an eye out for what other D&D stuff I'm doing, which I'm sure will be... Actually, I play a live show every Wednesday night at 11 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time called Bad Apples on the World's Guild Twitch channel. Uh, and I'll be starting uh, another campaign later uh, later this year with Offbeat Outlaw. Details to come on that. Hell yeah. Very exciting. Thank you so much. We appreciate you so much. Yeah. Yay. Thank you for everything. Thank you all for having me. Well, we get you for one more one more episode at, with the BTS. Yes, you do. Check it out next week. Tell us about the BTS. What is that? So, uh, you know, the, the behind the scenes, it's our uh, classic exclusive. Every single episode gets one bonus content that you can get by signing up at patreon.com slash cast party. Get access to that. Go crazy. Get access to the after party. Go even crazier. Play games with us if you're feeling spendy. (laughs) (laughs) The lifeblood of a creator when people feel spendy. Shout out to you guys. We appreciate you. Love you all so much. Goodbye. 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 Ka-chow. Did you say ka-chow? I did. Okay. That's a thing now. help the schluffing isn't that just the worst way to like describe an arm that's been burned sloughing schluffing what is schluffing i thought it was sloughing like sloughing off sloughing yeah no i'm gonna say schluffing you got if you get that sh in there it feels a little bit more guttural schluffing off (laughs) well actually the way i said it there made it sound like (laughs) a euphemism for something else (laughs) Uh huh. (laughs) Anyway. Dang, that shit went up in flames and went down fast. (laughs) All right, roll call, everyone. Saint E. Love. All right, well, I can't say I ever seen you bald, but I think it looks good on you, even with those singe marks. Eric Five? Hey, you got your night mask on still, bud. Napping on the job, were ya? Ebab flow! Huh. Ebab's missing. Can't say for sure he was on the boat. That one is always up to something. Wartorn night? Oh! You... you made it out okay. <sighs> Alright! Jesky fire! Check. Oh. <laughs> you look very happy to see that ship go up in flames. Ash, are you here? Ash? Oh, he's over there puking on the side of the docks. What about Sean de Jesus? Oh, he's six ales in over at the shark fin. Make sense, make sense. New York is here. Surprised you made it down from the crow's nest, but that tumble was a good old hoot. You should become a performer. Dubward, how do you do it? Always looking like a silver piece, even after rushing off a boat for dear life. Lord Asselberg is here, as well as his wolf puppet he likes to talk with all creepy-like. Calls it Isuweek? Weirdo. Jeff the Milkman? Anyone seen him? Lunar pleasantries, okay, okay. Lady Lorax, you here? What? 
She said she was going down with the ship. She ain't even the captain. Why would she do that? All right, Lexi, you here? Great, you're promoted to major since Lorax is gone. All right, that's everyone. Wait, what's that? Oh, for Forerunner, you must be new here. Welcome aboard. Glad you got off safe. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.